This is episode 114 of the Black Male Podcast, and we have a special guest. <laughs> All right. This this guest is my offspring. My beautiful Hello. daughter. Dacia, how are you doing today, dear? Hey. <laughs> yes. We still we back with the um bring your kid to um podcast day. <laughs> We're back with this episode. This another episode. We had a successful episode with um Trade Our Son. Um, we had to split it into two parts because we went over our normal time limit. I'm gonna try my best not for us to not go over our normal time limit this part, but we're gonna let it flow because if it's flowing, it's flowing. That's what we do. Um, so how's everyone doing? How you doing, Dot? Great, man. It was a great uh weekend. Got a good radio run. I've never uh enjoy myself like that at a radio station before a lot of times those situations can be pretty boring especially when you're uh at our maturity level and don't drink you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> so nah, it was nah, actually it was, it was actually dope everybody in the room was dope when it was time to leave we still didn't leave we stayed outside another what 30 minutes yeah yeah we did we yeah, left what all... the station ended at 12 and we was there yeah the show ended at 12 we didn't leave on um, the station maybe till Quarter to one, maybe. Yeah, quarter to one. Yeah, that's a fact. Dialogue was good. Some good brothers, man. I liked it, man. We talked about some good stuff, deeper than hip hop. No, I totally agree. Dante, how's your week? How's everything with you? <laughs> I know that look. First <laughs> yeah. week of school was very long. First week of school and internship, but it'll be worth it at the end. A lot of well, stuff. well, let's get right into it. So you are right now in your what program? I am in the Advanced MSW, which stands for Master's Social Work Program at Federal State University <laughs> with my <laughs> concentration in child and family. And I'm also receiving a substance abuse certificate at the same time. Okay, that's dope. That's dope. <clears throat> that's dope. I know I've I know we've talked about this before, but um, what made you even want to go into this this field? That, like that's not a normal field that I hear people, which I'm glad you did, because most of us go into business like I did, our business administration, and I'm doing nothing with it in that. Well, I guess I technically am, but like what made you what made you go into that? Well, growing up, I already liked helping people. I already like when it comes to like dealing with kids and adults, I kind of I can assert to different environments. Mm -hmm. So going into college, I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do. At first it was Oh, I want to own a daycare. Then it came, oh, I want to be a children's doctor. Then I turned around. I was like, mental health is important. So I'm like, okay. So after all those things, I looked it up and I found social work and I realized it's so broad. I can be anywhere. I can travel. I can go in the hospital. I can go in the daycares. I can go in the VA. Like I can go anywhere and just flourish regardless because everybody needs social worker or some type of like resource or help 
So I was like, okay, I, I can do this because I don't like to stay in one position for a long period of time. And with social work, I can jump to anywhere. So I was like, oh yeah, this this is what it is. Like yeah, that's it. smart. I mean, with like you just said, with mental health piece, um, especially in families, that is that's a big piece. You don't realize, and when you look at your own family, you don't realize I, the mental health issues within your own family. <laughs> so when you when you think about it and you going within that field, I think that's because when you told me about it, I was like, I thought about it and I was like, hey, that's a broad I, and what you just said. I thought I said that is a broad spectrum when it comes to education, education, so many different places you can go. And then when you started your master's and you was like, yo, I'm gonna get a um, certificate in substance abuse. I was mm -hmm. like, yo, I just built a website for a lady who does that. And I'm like, yo, that and she's constantly working. <laughs> these kids are battling with substance abuse like fentanyl is crazy like these opioid like these kids are just taking them like candy it's just it's ridiculous but all that stuff is also passed down like some of those uh like substance abuse and like people with alcoholism some of that stuff is inherited and no one really thinks about the mind when it comes to oh you can just stop you can't just stop that still messes with your brain you have to it's an ongoing process yeah. Well, nobody respects addictions, especially if they've never um, experienced it. Because when you when you battle with addictions, people look at you like you're a widow or you're lazy or you're just not disciplined or whatever, whatever. And that's you know, it's 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 way deeper than that. And it's there's nobody you can really have those conversations with, you know. And therapy is a powerful thing. A lot of people have had very successful situations with therapy, but as black people, many of us still don't believe in it, and many of us still don't want to be bothered with it. And it's hindered our development in a lot of situations and a lot of families are broken up behind it. Mm -hmm. And even with friends, friends can be a form of therapy, but more often than not, we don't have friends where we can have adult conversations, especially complicated conversations. Cause those answers aren't really to our benefit. Those are just answers that sometimes shut you up. Sometimes those answers come from a position of hate and we don't even realize that our own surroundings sometimes are amplifying our issues. No, I agree. I definitely agree. I know for me, um, I I did um I took I did some few therapy sessions. I did like therapy for like a year. I can't even front. I kind of needed that because sometimes you need to like get out. You know, what I'm saying let out. You you just need another form of just release. And yeah, yeah, um, for yeah. me, that was definitely needed because you you at a time where you're in your head so much you don't think you have anyone to speak to and you might have some people to speak to but a lot of times you don't, I don't you don't want a response neither sometimes you just really want to let this out and then maybe someone give you an educated response after the fact but that's um, so. a skill a lot of people don't have just the ability to listen yes you know what i mean sometimes we have to say that as, as a disclaimer before we speak and many times we don't so let's just say look i just need you to listen right now you know, I just need to get this story out because a lot of human reaction and I've left friendships because of this. You start venting and mm -hmm. they cut you off right in the middle of like, yeah, me too. Like, <laughs> I, you know, I ain't really called to hear you. I'm just I'm getting this out. Right. Yeah. I, 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 I went through two situations in my life where therapy was crazy. And I'm going to say it quick. I'm not going to go in depth. Um, one of my barbers had a situation every Saturday morning where it was just men that came through like six in the morning would just talk man stuff. One dude came with the Bible. He would say things about the Bible, but it wasn't really churchy. He was just bringing them some kind of text. And they were older guys. And we would sit there, minimum five, and most of we have like 12. And we would just chop it up about life, relationships, and love. And Union Baptist Church, right here in Durham, they have a, a male Bible study. I, I went for like maybe six months. And it was dope because it was deeper than the Bible. The scripture was the intro. Mm -hmm. And after that, 
the conversations was just man stuff. Yo, it wasn't no different from the stuff you and I would talk about. And it was it was Word. in the church. And, I like that. Yeah, it was it this, this is what I'm saying. The black church always talks about him losing his power. No, the black church kicked us out. <laughs> Word. They kicked us out. Because if you don't move exactly how they move, you're outcast. Yeah, because it was a church I went to in Florida, man. That it was like that. We it like they'll bring the men together, the young, yeah, dope, middle, dope. you know, all of us, and we will have life conversations. Like we yes, will meet up at yes. a church, or we'll meet at the restaurant at Bennigan's and sit and have like yeah. a two-hour conversation. So Food you is see, done, and you like for this. Whole, you yes, yes. Cool. You walk out there because see this. <clears throat> you do that, like say you do that early in the morning. Oh man, that's gonna go with you for the day, the rest of the week. We we need that dialogue, and we need more resources of that type. I just wanted to throw that in there. We're going. I actually it. just finished a lesson on that, um, bringing spirituality spirituality properly, because everybody doesn't believe in the same thing. That's one thing um, when it comes to like being empathetic. You have to understand the whole person. It's hard though, because as social work, you have to really put your feelings to the side and your beliefs to the side to deal with whatever this person has dealing with, which if you're a good social worker, you can, you can balance out, but spirituality is a good one. Like take away certain phrases, not saying God, saying higher power, because everybody doesn't believe in, you know, necessarily yeah. God, but they believe in a higher power taking that out. But you can add spirituality in there if you add it properly. And if your client wants it, it's all in what the client wants. At the end of the day, if the client doesn't want the help, you can't help them. But if they want the help, you have to do it to their understanding. And that's what that's a right. lot of people, a lot of people think social work is, oh, I'm gonna take these kids, I hate it. Don't say I'm gonna take nobody kids for them. Yeah. I don't take nobody kids. Yeah, that's but crazy. If it's, it gets to a point where if people don't realize that a lot of families, mothers, fathers, sisters, brothers, like they're the reason why some people are mentally not there. You're the reason why some people are addicted to drugs. And that's why I picked child and family as my concentration because the neat and greedy. If your parents ain't good or your parents is bound this stuff, the kids are going to be down the same thing. It's passed for generation to generation. That generational trauma is really, really strong. Well, no, even no. With, with, with speaking <laughs> on the, the, the power of the church, like my generation, you know, they prayed about it and left it alone. Yeah. So if you actually did have something that needed assistance, I'm not a fan of none of the drugs because I feel just just naturally these can be taken care of. They're taken care of early. It's it's a work in progress and it's a lot of work. But if you just sit there and pray on it and let somebody waddle within whatever issue they have, it's only going to intensify. And then these kids become 17, 18, and out in the world as adults and they never dealt with anything. You know, no, never no. even had a conversation about it. You know, I grew up within that environment. You know, everything was you pray about it on Sunday. You eat at the dinner table, you pray about it at the dinner table, within the prayer maybe, and, and that's it. You spoke what you were spoken to, and a lot of children have things that need to be heard. We weren't allowed to be heard. And those children that weren't allowed to be heard became parents. Mm -hmm. And those not being able to be heard, people had children. Yeah, no, you're right. They're from that school. Go ahead. You're right. No, you're definitely right. I think even with me with growing up, my mom, we wasn't a religious family growing up. You know, so my mom did send us to church, but she never really went coming up. <clears throat> I guess because she came from that religious background yeah. with my granddad and everything. So when she had us, she would like send us to church when we lived in Detroit, but she didn't really go. You know, my dad, dad definitely didn't go. But um, when we moved down South, it was, it was like, I, I pretty much raised my brothers. You know what I mean? That's the hard part about it. So when you try to look for guidance, it was hard to get that guidance because my mom worked a lot. So, you know what I'm saying? I know when people be like, yo, how did you, like become the man that you are. I just literally 
watched and mimicked the stuff that I felt like I wanted to be and not the stuff that I saw that was um detrimental. You know what I'm saying? Because I try to keep it at, at a piece. But at the same time, like with my daughter going in, with her going in this field, are you going to get you a psychiatrist to help you when you have to deal with all these families and all their trauma? Oh, yeah, for sure. Baby. I am on the look. I am <laughs> on the look out. Because I can't, you can't help people unless you help yourself. If you don't right. know your triggers and you don't know what um, things you can and cannot deal, it, deal with, like I know for me personally, I can't be at hospice. I cannot work in hospice when That's it comes to people that are like, like dying or people, because you know, people get out of hospice. You don't, no, some people do stay in hospice forever. But yeah. when it comes okay. to that, I, I know me, I can't deal with that right that's now. A, like, know, I'm not, that's some of the worst I'm, shit ever. Yeah, I'm okay. not mentally prepared to help a family get through grievance. And that's because I haven't had a lot in my lifetime. Thank mm -hmm. thank God for that. But I haven't had a lot of lot to grieve on when it comes to like families dying. So I know I can't put myself into that, but I don't know what other triggers are for me. So right. yes, I will be getting me a therapist. And psychiatrist, therapist, there are also two different things. One person yeah. has a and one does not. Right. So yeah. Well, okay. let, me, let me let me ask this. We we speak on mentorship a lot on this podcast, <laughs> but it's always within me. You know, mm -hmm. so now we have a young woman on here. Is 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 mentorship important within the female community? Are things in place where you have mentors that you can speak to? Because we speak on all the time. We just want to get a uh I think we're in agreement. We want to hear a woman's perspective on the mentorship situation. Yes. Mentorship is important. Um, the group of females that I actually associate myself with, um, all of us, you know, we come together as mentorship, but we also have our separate. I like to deal with older and younger people when it comes to like certain mentorship because older people can guide you in the right direction, but they're going off of their like past trauma, like don't do this because I did that. And then younger people are just like, okay, if this is what you want to do, then let's set it up to where you don't fail. So I deal with both, but mentorship is very important, especially someone that looks like you. Uh, you you got to, you got to have someone that looks like you. I, well, let, I, I, let me throw this in there. Let me throw this in there. I want you to finish, but I want you to throw this in there within your response. Do you feel there's a generation gap with the older and younger women? As well as, you know, the men, we all know there's a big generation gap with us and the younger guys. We speak of that all the time. Do you think there's a generation gap between your generation and older females? Hmm. Oh, no, I don't really think it's a big of a gap because right really? now the, the women, the women that I surround myself with, women that I see, we're hustling and doing things that these 56 year olds are doing the same time we're doing it. So it's like we're kind of going through the same things and it, it amazes, it amazes the older people. It really does. Like you're 23, you got your own weight, you doing what? You got, you got what? Like I went through a lot to get here. So it's like we're honestly, I, I've had conversations with women. 40 and up and they're like girl that's some good advice like what I'm you're this age and you're already spitting out that knowledge is you just have to be able to mm. ad like adapt but it's not really a gap like depending on what people go through depending on the things that you want through it depends if it's a gap or not depending on who you talk to but I talk to women that I will aspire to be and they they're pouring into me and I'm also pouring into them Mm. That's, that's 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 dope. Yeah. That's dope. That's actually not, the dope I, not, uh, not the answer I expected. That was dope. That was not the answer I expected either. And we not talk even about, close. Her, her and I talk about a lot of this stuff, and I do be amazed a lot of times. Like, yo, she do got a pretty dope friend group, or then people that she talked to. You know what I mean? And I'd be like, 
Yo, dudes do not have that shit, yo. We do not have yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of ways to take it. It also can be that you're blessed to be in a solid situation. Yeah. Because situations yeah. I have now with my surroundings aren't what I had in my 20s, my 30s, or like early 40s. I didn't have That's those. Me too. I can honestly say if I had some of my surroundings I have now, now I was in my 20s, this podcast might be different. I can't say yeah, I would have known him. It definitely been different. Yeah, we wouldn't be living here. You know what I mean? And, and my, <laughs> ooh, my ooh would be a t-shirt. <laughs> you know what I'm Yo, saying? It's but like, that's real. Because even yeah. me coming up, bro, I had a bunch of leech leeches around me. And that was my problem. I had a bunch of yes men and I fell into the yes man mentality. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that wasn't my case. But then I also had, I had some dope men around me too. My professors. That I'm still cool with to this day. My yeah, my business yeah. mentor was my professor, and he's still my mentor to this day. I could call Mr. Pete right now, and no matter what time it is, and he's gonna give me some advice. He's gonna try to point me in the right direction, and he's gonna throw me a client. LaShawn, here's yeah. a client for you. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's so stupid, and he looked like us. My the professor that taught me about um about dealing with the Wall Street, dealing in Wall Street and how to invest, white guy. I still talk to him and his wife today. And but I forgot about those things because I was like, yo, you start thinking, you like, man, you don't, you try to like you think about your friend groups, and then you realize you got these two older people that's now, you know, 60s and 70s, except for Mr. Pete. It's funny, Mr. Mr. Pete are probably like you and I, Trey. He's he's like 50 and and we like right behind each other. He was still going to school and he was my professor. Yeah, 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 he was, yeah, yeah. He was in his yeah. he was in his doctorate program and, and my professor at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> Which but imagine dope. imagine imagine the climate of, you know, with my parents, you know, my parents are older than your mother. All the teachers kept. You know what I mean? We ain't had that. Nah, I ain't had that. <laughs> All the teachers back then cared about the kids. Especially in school, you know like high school so, and all that. Oh, but as a parent. You're raising your children. The school is helping raise the children, and the community is helping raise the children. And if, if my it boggles my mind how the older generation don't see the difference and what these kids have to fight with. Like the time you put in with your sons, because you know you're newer to the situation. My son is grown. That wasn't happening. You know what I mean? The parents weren't talking to the kids like that. They weren't putting in that work with the kids. Got a whole community effort. Now being a parent is it's, it's it's another job. You know what I'm saying? It's a rewarding job. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 a wonderful situation, but it's way more to it. And even dealing with mental health and all these situations, we have to have those conversations with our children. You know, no. back in the days, if you were having a bad day acting out of pocket, you might have got a whooping. You might have got sent to your room. You know, all kind of stuff. Never was a conversation of how was your day, like what's really going on in school. I can remember getting in trouble in school, then getting in trouble at home also. And it was one of those times I really didn't do anything in school. I just got caught up in situations, but there was no outlet for that conversation. And you've had situations with your sons where you've had to have that conversation and maybe even go back to school and have a further conversation yeah. and make sure teachers are on point. Even when anytime I talk to my daughter or any of my kids, anybody, I ask the first thing I ask, how was your day? You do. <laughs> that's, that's the first thing. That's I don't it don't matter. I yeah. asked Sean that Sean come home from school or football or you know, like he was the camp. How was your day? Davon, I get him. I let him talk. Eric could be looking at me. How you let him talk? I'm like, I hear every 15 words, but yeah, <laughs> just, let him, just let him get it out. Let him get it out. That's always been my yeah. thing because I, I, you know, Verly, I love her to death. 
that's you know love of the life i forgot about this with trey makes you yeah, love of the life yeah. love of life she wasn't the one to ask you how your day went or you know just let you vent you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I try it's to make work. sure, right. I try to make sure I do this. I do the opposite for mine. Doncia call me and she, cause that's, that's what we do. She'll FaceTime me. We get to talk. How was your day? And then I stop. And the word is always ghetto. Yup. <laughs> <Every time. laughs> <Yo. laughs> and then I'll be like, expound. And I'll sit there and let her talk. And, but I'm, cause I'm responding. I'm listening. I'm, I, I want to converse. I missed a lot of time. I know we've talked about this on the podcast before. So everyone, you know, by now, if you follow us, you know the dynamics when it comes to me and my daughter. I missed a lot of time. So guess what? I tell her all the time. I got a lot of time to make up. So I'm here to listen. <laughs> and she'd be like, shut up. But I don't care. That's dope. That's dope. I'm listening. But a, challenge, a challenge that you're going to face, whether immediately or in the future, is going to be a lot of people you speak to never had anybody to talk to ever in their life. So you'll have a person sitting there with you 10, 15 years older than you that has never spoke to anyone. And now they're in a situation where they need to talk to you and that's going to be the fight. Some people are walking the door willing and just unleash. And some people, everything you say, going to be one word answer. And you're going to be sitting here like, well, why the fuck did you come here? <laughs> but breaking that ice will be the challenge. And once you break the ice, a lot of times those will be beautiful people. Always, yo, the way me and your father talk, we wasn't talking like that years ago. I mean, I don't know how bad he was, but I know I wasn't talking shit. I, I kept everything I got. Do that situation where I find myself holding on to stuff when I don't realize I am holding on to stuff. Because one thing people don't 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 get, a person can hear us talk on a podcast, man, and they act like they think we got it all together just because we can speak on it. A lot of times we speak on things because you're going through it. That's why a lot of things I can speak on so vividly and precisely because I'm fighting for that now. You know what I'm saying? I still need my friends, my support systems. When I do things, sometimes I need that support system around me because sometimes you you still fighting through things. It's not easy to be that communicating person. One time we joked about it. He told me I don't communicate well sometimes. Sometimes I still get my... my yep. you do? He was like, yes, I know. I'm I know saying. I do it too. <laughs> We all do that. That's going to be a major challenge, getting people to just open up and really accept what you're bringing to them because that's going to really make your diagnosis and make your conversation down low problem, make it up and really can have that back and forth. That's, that's Eric, the only way it's going to work. Erica and I, Erica and I had a um, pod. We recorded our pod, right? And um, I asked I asked a question to the pod and I did not realize it It triggered something in her. And she opened up like on the, on the pod. And she looked at me. I'm talking when y'all see this, I'm going to zoom in on the camera. I'm going to make sure we get that look that she gave me. Because I was I was flabbergasted. And she was like, you don't tell me shit. She was just like, you don't talk to me about nothing. You could do a better job. Like, she went in on me. And I was sitting there like, ma'am. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> like last <that> week. <laughs> right. <laughs> and she was, but she was right. Because I don't. I, she was like about you know us letting them in, and um, and I asked a couple questions, and she like when I mean she precisely picked me apart right there, and I was just sat there, and I told her I, said, I have nothing to say. You are correct, and I gotta do better, better job at that because I was because I, she what it triggered her is because about a month or so, shit, probably a couple weeks ago, I was going through a depression moment. For for about a two months, I've been depressed as hell for about two months, and she's like, "I'm not opening up. I'm just 
I just, my mentality is work through it. You know, TS, I'm going straight into TS mode. We're going to work through it. We're going to work through it. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to figure it out. And shit wasn't figuring it out. <laughs> like shit just was not figuring out. <laughs> and um, it's figured out now. So I'm feel better. But it wasn't figured out. So as, as, as a man, any of us have been through so many situations where we try to talk about a topic and either women look like we're talking about important, either it's the, got us like it's some sucker shit or they just say some, you know what I'm saying? Evasive shit at the end is make you feel like, why am I talking to that person? So you kind of stay with that trauma. Even if you're with wonderful woman that's so very understanding, deep in your mind, you still are having the feeling of that they really don't understand. And worst right. thing in the world is the vent and the person not even accepting your ventilation. <laughs> that's a fact. I think, like, I, you're like, I think for me, I got to do better because I'm. it's been 14 years. I can't keep using that as an excuse. Me no, personally. It's, it's, it's not an excuse. It's more of a situation that has to be worked through. And it can't get worked through unless we do it. What I'm saying is a lot of times you just stop doing it. I'm not saying it's right. You know, I know it's wrong because I do it. It's not right. Both people got to work on that. And you got to let her know too. Look, when I talk to you, I need you to listen. Like, really, like. Yeah, you're right. Me and shit went out and was talking shit to God. This is life. I need your input. Right. You know, right. I don't know. Maybe we got to do that. What you about to say, Darcy? I know. I see the look on your face. I know you about to say so. What you got? The wheels are turning, honey. The wheels are turning. Now, um, I can honestly say after like, because this, this is conversations that me and my friends have had also. And honestly, um, I can say for a lot majority of like the women that like the women that I talk to about this topic is a lot of us don't know how to deal when y'all actually do put your emotions out there because we haven't seen it. So it's like when it comes to our black men actually showing us how they actually feel and stuff, it's like to us, you're being aggressive. Like, I don't know how to take that, but it's because we we really have never seen it. So some of us have to learn how to understand y'all. And that's a whole nother topic. But if y'all don't understand how y'all feeling, y'all don't understand how to put it out, we will never get it. So it's like, it takes a lot of time and takes a lot of patience. Yes, it's definitely worth it at the end, but a lot of us women don't know how to, see the sign see we'll see the sign but we don't know how to interact with it like motherfucking accountability hold up bro my daughter giving a level of accountability out here i need to hear this (laughs) but yes i'm saying though isn't that work from both people yes yes because if if, but the conversation is always that the man needs to work on something though yeah that's what i'm saying it's if i can only work on it and figure it out once he figure it out once you once you figure it out how do the how you want to put your emotions out there? Because if you it okay, say this. If you tell me one day, I don't want to talk about it, leave it alone. Okay. And I leave it alone. And the next day you mad because I left it alone. Baby, you confusing me. Oh no, nah, no, nah, <laughs> that's crazy. Nah, 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 yeah, 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 like yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. stuff like that. It's just like yeah, we ain't doing that over here. Like some topics you want me to ask about, some topics you don't want me to ask about. But it's all in like being patient because at the end of the day, y'all are patient with us. We have to be patient with you. So if you if we want to understand your feelings, we have to sit down and understand it. So those are those like, conversations come from. You okay. have to have those conversations. All right, now I respect that statement because I was sitting here like, hold up now, but you're right. We, you can't do that. And I've been guilty of that. <laughs> I have been fully guilty of that. Tell it, tell it, E, now I'm good. And then the next day I'm mad, like, damn, she ain't checking on the nigga. I'm struggling. And I'm like, and I had to, and, but I never said anything. I had to think to myself, Sean, you just told her that you're good. <laughs> so either you're going to stay good or you're going to really sit down and vent about it. So now you're right. You're right. If you look at it, men and women really do the same thing. 
with communication. We just do it differently. Mm -hmm. I mean, neither one of us tell each other everything. Neither one of us are fully understanding. And neither no. one of us always makes sense either. But we no. know what we feel and the origin of it. And we expect other people to understand the origin of what we feel. Like, all right, woman ask you something. Right. Close to being good. Right. But you said you good, so she left you alone. Mm -hmm. And then part of you, like you said, like, damn, she was just here. <laughs> she just went upstairs. I didn't say go upstairs. What the you know what I mean? So, you know, I think both can do better. I think, you know, those conversations are definitely dope for relationships, man, keeping it tight, man. Because as you get older, too, man, you don't want all this stuff still not resolved and still confused about stuff. Like, you know, those you've been with wife, man, a lot of that stuff, man. When you really get it together, you laugh at it like, damn, that's all you had to do. It's just, you know what I mean? Like, sometimes somebody will tell you what's really wrong. You'd be like, that's all? Nah, let's do this. Woo, 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 woo. And then all that went to school. Yeah, yeah. That's a fact. That's a fact. So, Duncy, let's get it. Let's get into this. Um, now that you know me, you know, mm -hmm. you know the tall black guy. Um, did it help clear up any of your like thoughts of who I am and why you act a certain way or why you think certain ways? Yes, <laughs> yes. yes. First of all, half my face is your face. <laughs> my face is definitely your face. <laughs> and it, did, it did clear out, clear up a lot of ways that I think when it comes to certain things. A lot of ways that I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We, I, it'd be, it'd be funny because when we talk about stuff, you know, over these past few years, we talk about stuff, and I'd be like, "That's my thought pattern." <laughs> I'd be like, "Oh my god," it's weird for me because it's like. With you know a human being that you you help create, you haven't had a relationship with, but that person is exactly like you, and you like that tells you genes pass down that it really passes down because I look at Erica even said it, she was like yeah, Deshaun got your name, but that's your junior <laughs> like she was like that's junior right there <laughs> like. He he's more like me. That's you right there. And I'll be laughing. I'll be like, eh, we have a lot of we have a lot of the same thinking and whatnot. <laughs> now, because like I said, you know, what I mean, everyone knows this dynamic. When I hit you up, what was your thought process when I when I first sent you a message? First, I was like, who is this in my request box? Right. <laughs> <laughs> my request box. I read it, I read it halfway. I stopped reading it and I said, I'm delusional. <laughs> Sit together. And then I read it again. And then I started crying. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, <laughs> senior year, spring break, the last two days. Yep. So I'm, I'm getting ready to graduate. And I'm just like, pump the motherfucking breaks. I actually went to the profile. I said, yeah, that's that nigga. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> this is this nigga. Cause I'm like, somebody is playing on my phone. Somebody right. is playing on my phone. But then I went to the profile and I was like, for sure. Yeah, Trey. I, I know we talked about it before, but I hit I hit my kid up on um on social media. That's how we rekindle. You told me. I, I yeah, I know, but you know, in case everybody, I um, I actually I actually forgot though. Until you said again, I I watched her page for a year and a half before I said anything. It was a stalker. Yeah, That's I stalked the hell out of her. I stalked the I hell out him of about that. Yes. Don't do that. I I block parents at a certain level of <laughs> my life. Unblock block you. Yep. I, I stalked her. Snatched photos. 
Every that first, day. that first, that first conversation is always tough in any in any situation, especially that scenario, because you never know how a child is going to react. You don't know what information exactly. is put in the child's head. I mean, exactly. I, my situation is different, but I had like a maybe a year and a half separation from my son that was loosely separated, and you know, it, it, it's just tough having that first conversation. He made it easy though, but you know, one day you just wake up and like I'm sure he did, like yo, this this my daughter, yo, like whatever. Yep. No, bro, I had this note written out. I wrote this iteration of this note 20,000 times. I put it in a notepad. That's when I had just an Android. Erased it, rewrote it. And then one morning, I said, fuck it. It was one night, I think. It was at night. It was at night. It was late at night, too. It was late. It was late at night. I wanted to do it and close the phone and go to sleep. Because if I did it, and I would have watched it all day. I did it. I put it, boom, went to sleep. Woke up. I look, no response. Look, a response. I said, oh, shit. Yo, <laughs> oh, no, I still got the note. <laughs> I still got the response. I was like, oh, shit, she respond. And then we try to have a dialogue, and then I deal with niggas do. I put some bullshit on social media about her mama. Because <laughs> I, was, I was still upset. Yeah, and she blocked me. But you know, I got 20 Man. accounts. I got 20 accounts. <laughs> I hit her up from yeah. the other account. Bad days. Five days in a row. Every day. I'm still here. I'm still here. Thing for you. <laughs> you probably heard it, though. Yeah. Yeah. What is it? What you say? My nickname for you. Oh, I've probably forgot. I don't remember. No. Oh. I had a nickname for him for all my friends. And I was going through. I was yeah. going through. Because he will only send me... Uh, Instagram videos for That's like it. three or four months of our relationship. It was just us laughing at videos. We called That's him it. memes. We called him memes. We did. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did hear that. Like everybody in my business. Right. So I, like, I, I did that. I did that to break the ice. Yeah, memes like, are icebreakers, though. Yeah, they're definitely icebreakers. Because even now, well, not as much now. But at I one point, yeah, I don't care now. I'm, we talking. <laughs> but back then, it was like, I don't want to be intrusive. Because I know I'm new to her life now. I ain't going nowhere now. We done communicated. I ain't going no goddamn way. You can block me on this account. I got another account. You can block me on that account. I guess what? I got another account. For the longest, I had a um a um troll account. I was gonna hit you from that if you was gonna block my business account. <laughs> so so <Hello>. I <laughs> so for the long it was it was like for me it was like I right, cool, but I understood it. I understood, I understood, like, it was weird. It was weird. It was, it was crazy. Just like you cried, I cried like a motherfucker. But, um, but when we got together and we had, we had a um, quick, quick meal, um, went, went to grab a bite to eat <laughs> and um, we were just sitting there talking. It was like a. It was good vibes. Right. Good vibes. Yeah. Cause I'm, yo, I'm a cool person. It <laughs> just. You don't know that until we actually sit and build and then we start talking and next you know it was a floodgates. I tell people all the time, I said, look, I wasn't in my daughter's life for a great part of her life, but me and her close like this. Like, you can't tell me nothing about her. I don't care what you got to say. I will punch you in your throat. <laughs> like, don't talk about my baby. <laughs> don't talk about my baby, yo. But it was weird. It was, it was scary. Erica was happy for me because I talked about you. She knew about you. She already knew you. She already knew she know you. She know your mom. She know everybody too. So it's weird. It's so fucking weird that yep. everybody know, but nobody was like. Her mother and I were young, bro. 
we were young and we were we both were misled. So we hated each other off of misleading information from others. We let too many people. This well, is why I'm adamant. Common. This is why I'm adamant about never letting anyone in your relationship. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I am very it's adamant common. about that. Because because everybody everybody's judging a relationship off the information they have. And the only right. time a woman talks about you is when you do something wrong. You know what I mean? So that's all they know is the wrong stuff you did. And we're us too. I'm not most of us, we're not telling each other, man, my woman is amazing. You're calling and be like, man, let me tell you what this woman did. How you automatically you don't like her. <laughs> made up with her like three months ago. And you look at her like, ah, shit, shit. <laughs> yep. That's why I said keep family out your shit, bro. Because family I have, they have their own thought about you. And the whole time, y'all done made up, y'all done figured it out. Y'all on the path of growth. And these motherfuckers over here. Are you still fucking with that person? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. That's why, like, she was with her little relationship. I stayed out of it. I stayed out of it. I ain't I like this you. nigga. And I, I used to tell Trey. I used to, I used to tell Trey, I don't like this little nigga. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But I said, I'm going to stay out of it. I was the loo <laughs> Yeah, but as a, as, a, as a father, you probably not going to hardly like anybody in the beginning. No, you know what I'm saying? Nah, I'm reasonable, bro. I like, bro. I had liked him at first, didn't I? Didn't I like him at first? At first, for a little first while. You tried. I at tried. You did try. I did try. I tried to hook him up, music people, everything for my daughter. But as soon as that shit ended, I called niggas. Fuck that fat nigga, bro. Oh, <laughs> he, he, he do music? What he sing? He sing or nah, something? Nah, he a, he a musician and he a producer. He a musician, oh, yeah, yeah. A producer. He wasn't a bad producer neither. But yeah, you get you get no play guys. over here. That's None of my niggas is fucking with you. I don't, you could send them a beat. If I see your tag, fuck that nigga, B. All right. <laughs> I, and you know they're going to do it. God. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> they going to do it. Just like y'all know, TS said we can't fuck with him, so we're not going to fuck with him. But, but so in relationships, should, let me ask this question. Next going forward, you get into a little situation. Mm. Should I continue doing what I've been doing? Or should I say something and be like, hey, Dante, look out for this. But I'm not telling you not to fuck with him, but look out for this. Um, first off, the man got to meet Bubby first. And Bubby oh, yeah. said, I don't like that nigga. He got to go. Yeah, Davon is Davon like different. From the beginning, that man, did, Bubby did not like it from the beginning. Bubby was like, I don't like it. Why she can't come here by herself? But no, on serious note, um, I don't plan on bringing nobody around y'all unless like I'm like borderline, like halfway down that aisle. Like it got to be. You like, shouldn't though. You shouldn't though. I'm not bringing like that. That's a wrap. <laughs> that's a wrap for me. Like I'm not. So like the next person y'all ever like meet when it comes to me, uh -huh. I had to really be on some like we had to really have some talks. We had to really have some some game plans in place, and he really gotta have some. It's a list. He gotta have some, most of the stuff on that list because everybody got a great end day. We are still young, but um, you see a real flag, hit me with it. Like, uh -huh. hey, <laughs> that nigga, you better not come around here with no wedding ring. On talking about oh, something, no, dad, no, I'm getting married. No, 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 no. That nigga don't come and talk to me first. We gonna no, have a problem. That way that, no, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be a spoiled asshole. I'm gonna be a, I'm gonna be a nigga now. Uh, asshole anyway. Yeah. Give me the red, <laughs> red flag in a polite way. Okay, all right, all right. I like that. I ain't mad at that. I ain't mad at that at all. Cause I ain't. Hey, you ain't got to worry about me getting in no more relationships. Yeah, cause we're not talking. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm> talking <to laughs> <me>. <laughs> 
Yo, Erica got my family on lock anyway. That's the sad part about it. my mom already said if you leave her, you know we still cool, right? I'm like, what? And she was like, yeah. She got your kids. And if she didn't, I'm still, that's my girl. Like, I don't care about nothing you got going. I'm inviting her all the cookouts. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, mom. Don't invite me. Don't take me to see nobody. Maybe I don't like you. We fight. But... <laughs> oh, no, I'm good. I ain't going nowhere. I don't even think Trey will talk to me if I left E. I mean, I'll talk to you if I look at you like you're stupid. But... <laughs> I mean... You always find somebody maybe prettier, maybe more money and all of that shit. That's like taking a drug, bro. When that high is over, it's like, damn. It's a waste of energy. Yeah, this is <laughs> bullshit. I'm just, I'm, I'm just tired and balls hurt, right? Like, <laughs> I didn't do nothing. <laughs> it ain't worth it. It, it. It's hard to find that bond with somebody. But let me ask you, ask you this, changing the subject a little bit, but also staying on topic. Within music and the media, right? And mm. how females are represented. How do you feel about that as being a young woman? She love that shit, bro. <laughs> like at the end of the day, it's just like what I do on social, what people do on social media is not their real life. But at the end of the day, sometimes put, it is. We, sometimes it is. But everybody doesn't put like their personal business or what they really do online. Everything you see in my mind, everything you see online is fake. It's a facade. We just here for entertainment. Like you're our entertainer. And if you if you want to pop, pop your coochie online and make your money, sis, do what you got, do what you do. I'm not popping mine online. That's I can't worry about it myself. Well I'm I'm more so like the, I'm gonna knock uh, your ass out. I'm more so like <laughs> media as far as movies, TV and music, more so than everyday people. Everyday people they just follow on what they see. They they just some lost individuals. A lot of these women, I, I'm not gonna discuss them. I'm just talking about what, what media is promoting to people as far as the music. The, the music is even more graphic. Even the clean versions that are played on radio, even though I don't listen to radio, I know it's on there. Even the clean versions are dirty. I think I think most people are, are surprised that when they don't care to put it, not show it out in public anymore. It's always been around. Like y'all music Facts. back in y'all day. Even though y'all went around the topic, y'all still said some wild mess. It's just now we don't care to, we don't care to like hide it or just be like, okay, let's not say this word, say that. They don't care no more. Like I'm gonna say what I want to say. This has been on my chest. I'm gonna say it. Like I feel that, but in, in our day, and I even defend anybody's lyrical content, music was still being made. I mean, you have a woman that said her pussy pink and her asshole is brown. Like, what is what is musical about that? <laughs> that's probably about the only thing that is wild to me. That's might have been the that wildest is, shit I've ever heard. That's not even an attempt to make music. And the other woman talking about eating ass and switching. I don't understand. Like, that's extreme. <laughs> yo, and that, I'm yo, not judging I, anybody, though. That's, we're not judging. It's just, it yo, is actually, a lot. Her name is Sexy Red, right? Sexy Red or Big? One is Sexy Red, the other one is Suki with the good coochie. What the fuck? Yeah, Sukiyana. Like, yo, here you say that is a wild thing. The music, the the stuff that they're saying, those are like conversations you have with your homegirl. Like, they're putting our conversations out there. Like, that's what I'm saying. They're not hiding it. They're putting our conversations out there. That's how we talk when we with each other. I mean, okay, but... This stuff is on the radio. And I'm not blaming the artists. I'm more so blaming the machine and the system, right? I'm just speaking on the artists because that's, you know, what you're hearing. I mean, you have a young child in the car. You're just listening to regular radio. You can't beep out, I'm eating his ass. 
Yo, it's funny that you say that. They know that, what's being said. Certain songs you can't even be. Yo, like, that song come dead. on, and Davon Davon says all the time. Bubby says all the time. Dad, turn that song because okay. he he because this is what he said. He said that is a nasty song, Daddy. He's never heard the dirty version. He's only heard the clean version on the radio, and he was like, "Why is she talking about her booty hole?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, my god!" <laughs> I'm like, "Oh my god!" I mean, that's I'll, a place for everything, but man, like, I'll say this: the the problem is it with right now with Trey is the problem is right now Trey is that it's so many um, young female rappers now, and so we hear it a lot. At one time, it was always drug gun talk on the radio with the guys. Um, I'm I'm fucking this this bitch. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm doing that. And we hear abundance of that. The the sad part is, as soon as we hear a female talk in that manner, it's like, oh shit, we're clutching our pearls. I can't believe she's talking like that. And the sad part is, it's so many. Uh, and not even the sad part is, it's a, the part of it is right now in the industry is so many of them that we a lot of dudes are shocked to hear it. I'm not mad at the female rapper. I, me and her have this. We had this debate just the other day about female rappers. She tried to say I didn't like somebody that I actually like a lot. <laughs> Flo Millie is one of my favorites. I like Flo Millie. You like her because I put you on. You were hating at first. Oh, I had her. I told you last. I had her music before the world heard her. All right. She's from Miami. I am not a, I am, I am not a fan of female rappers. I wasn't either. I wasn't either at one time. I wasn't at one point. I wasn't either. Not, not saying there aren't any female rappers that I like. I'd be lying, but I've just never been a big fan. I of think people, rappers. when it comes to like main, like mainstream stuff, yes, that's what's making the most money is what you're gonna hear the most. Facts. But if you back up and look behind that, there's some really, it's really dope ones. Dope lyrical female artists. Of course, yeah. It's not, but you're not gonna get as much clout no. as me saying some reckless ass shit. You're not going to get as that much confidence. That's a fact. That's, that's but really saying that reckless shit, a lot of these people are here today in September and they're going by November. But the same thing with the guys. There's no All that drill rap shit. Yeah, Think about it. No Lil, Lil Dirk and um, Lil Baby, they fall into the wayside right now. Them little niggas, they, had a, you, they had a good run. They had a good run. You don't hear nothing from them bros. Night, they, had a, they, had a, they had a crazy... That's the example you're using. They had a crazy run. I'll take it. <laughs> Bro, if you look at it, it really wasn't that long. It's probably been a year. No, but I'm talking about it was a crazy run, though. That run just went bananas. But I know what you're saying. Right. There's people that have been less than that and didn't do nothing. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, of course, right now in urban music, just as someone that's engulfed in it, right now, it's... There, the labels are only pushing for a six to eight month run with all these artists right now. When it comes to urban, urban side, you got the other side. They pushing for longevity. The sad part is the other side of doing our music, but they're reaping more of the benefits of it. You know what I'm saying? Like if you look at Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift was literally all country at one time. She's now pop, and if you notice, she's doing a little bit of R and B too. She's catering. No, listen, listen to it. Listen to the project. You'll be shocked. You'll be like, what the fuck am I listening to? I will never and know. I, my problem is I listen to everything. So yes, I, I'm not <laughs> listening to it. That's, that's the a and in me. That's the a and in me. I, I listen to everything. And I it's sad. Not. It's sad. I want, I I love, I, I love and promote the women. No, we, we was at the radio station just the other day, right? When the dude asked about young artists that's coming up in the area, I named more female artists than I did guys. I named more female, local female artists that I did God. And it's not because I couldn't name more guys. It's because these girls are nice. 
And yeah, I'm like, he probably he probably knew about the guys though. He wanted <laughs> you to tell them names he didn't know about, and that's right. what you did. I yeah. can, I can also so you gave him a perfect answer. What'd you say, Pam? There's more long um longevity with us female rap for your with female rappers too, because a lot of the male rappers are getting killed yeah. off. Like y'all, y'all still doing hood stuff, but you're in the mainstream thing. So it's like a lot of them, a lot of them are rapping too. A lot of them are dying. So it's just like female rappers aren't as dying as fast or getting killed as fast as these male rappers. So a year you're gonna have a abundance of female female rapper or female artists because a lot of the male artists that are actually good they're they're dying early that's a fact we had a yeah but they're, they're dying before they even blow like yeah. no good it's, yeah, it's yeah. never it's, pause. 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 oh my god, god. Yeah. Oh, no. whoa what just happened <laughs> in front that's of my a, kid yeah, this is a wild scenario in front of the baby unsigned rappers that bubble in their communities are dying at young ages. Like you see on Instagram all the time, rapper what dies, and you'd be like, rapper, who's this guy? Right. Yeah. And then you see it again, and again, and again, and again, again. So it was like a month span, a two month span where we lost like three or four like really good bubbling artists. Yeah. Yeah. The, the disregard for life and respect for each other's existence it just keeps getting. But worse. that's bad in our community. That's yeah, the shit that's yeah. wild and that I don't understand. We we should be at a point now where, yes, I'm I don't I don't believe in black and black crime. It's all about proximity, it's all about where we live at, how we live. Your normally crime and death happens with the people that you see the most. Even it happens in white let's give communities. It, let's give it a different name then. Let's give it they, a different name. It's I know. But you know how they white communities they have the same thing. They have high death, high murder, but it's not televised as much as ours. We don't care about the <laughs> community. We don't. I don't. <laughs> you know what I mean? So <laughs> so that's why I think when people talk about black on black crime, I'm like, yo, we gotta chill. It's all about proximity that happens. But at the same time, we do have have to have a better regard of life. Especially our younger generation. Like these kids, when I, I listen to Sean's music, that's Sean is right now, he's at that age where it scares me. Because yeah. yeah, because these kids are literally walking up the street having fun and three of them jumping out, spraying up. I watch a young man that's 14 years old online walk down the block, three guys jump out the car and they shot his ass up as he's running away from him. And all I could think of my mind. That's Deshaun, because he listens to that music. He wants to go hang out with his friends. Some of them kids, he is sad, but sometimes he's attracted to hang around with with dudes that's they ain't got no home training. They they doing the most. And well, we did it. We did it to our own communities, though. Look at look at the environments. Like if if, if I'm with you and the kids come around, mm-hmm. we downstairs setting up the pod. We downstairs discussing something. Or if I'm in the living room. You know, one of your sons will always end up jumping on my side or some shit. I don't know where he be coming from. Fast ass running around. Davon be with it. So, you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> I walk in there like a man. That's what they right. see. Some kids, when they walk to see their pops, the weed is on the table, the guns might be on the table, all this kind of stuff. So they Put grow up, up seeing that, then they become desensitized right. to that environment. Yep. You know what I mean, the drug game ain't new. People getting shot ain't new. What's, no, what's, it ain't. what's crazy is... The lack of respect for people's existences makes is crazy. And people our age... They're putting the drugs and the guns in the hands of these young people. 
But yes. we came up, they were trying to take that away from us. If we had a talent. Especially if you had to say you had a talent. Yep. You had a talent, they're coming with you to play ball. They might even pay for you to get some new sneakers so you can go out there and hoop. Yep. You know what I'm saying? They might come with you to that environment to make sure you're safe coming home because that neighborhood is rough. Yep. Or even if you're just a good student, they might meet you at the bus stop and make sure you come home and don't get your stuff stolen from you. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So the, the whole environment, and, and it's not to cut you off, but it trickles down from what we talked about earlier, it's a domino effect of not caring mm. that's inherited, more so than anything. You have no care parents, there's a good chance you have no care children that's going to make more no care children. That's why I hate when people say, my mother raised me this way and I'm okay. You are not okay. You are not, <laughs> you are not okay. I just, watched, I just watched you beat up your daughter with fists. Why is that okay? And I did see that before. Why is that okay? What do you mean? Yeah. You think you're okay? That's not okay. No, it's not. It's not. No, no, you're, so these, you're totally these right. Kids, these are the kids that have to hang out with your son. That was my biggest thing with my son. We can send him to private school. We can do all of these things. We can have an AAU. We can have on computer camps and all of this. But there will be times where he's with these other children. Yep. There's a good chance he's going to see somebody get shot. Rob, commit a crime, or do some old crazy shit that out of his mind. And my son still ended up seeing traumatic environments, even though we placed him away from it. Because you can't hide from the realities of the society. That's the realities of our communities is it's fucked up. And nobody cares about life. And with a young lady, it's even scarier. Because these niggas is crazy. Oh, my God. Man. Oh, oh. My God. Yes. Right. You know what I'm saying? They're crazy, man. That That's another thing that scares me with her ass, with dating. Because Dog, niggas be doing the most. They too emotional. Bro. I've never yeah. seen a batch of emotionally emotional issue men I've ever seen in my life. These young dudes are they have no emotional intelligence, none whatsoever. I'm you like, what to, is going on? Son? Just to break up with a man is dangerous for these women because a man won't accept the breakup. Like, we didn't do all that. We've been no, off feelings a little bit. We're being off feeling. It's yeah, not- but there were a few people that went too far, but everybody knew who was the was the woman beach. And you go right. warn women, hey, he known to touch women. You leave the guy alone. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, yo, dudes just get mad. And they actually do what people said they were doing our generation. People always said, if I can't have you, nobody can have you. But they ain't do nothing. Now these people, they say that, yeah, they might do so. I never said that. I have a 30-day rule. Once we break up, I mean, I'm 30 days of trial. But I, I've, I've, <laughs> I've heard plenty of women say that. I don't know about 30 days, but like, I, I, as I got older, as I told you, I realized I didn't have relationships like I thought I did. I didn't have any. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? Because when you're young, you think you're in a relationship because you consistently be with a person. Whoa. You know what I'm saying? And it's far from that. Whoa. Whoa. And it's That's far from that. It, it is far from that. And a lot of women like consistency because they don't want to be having sex with random people. Mm-hmm. And if you pick the right guy, it'll work because maybe he'll grow with you and y'all can evolve. And it's dope. You know hey, what I'm saying? No, we're not going to talk about sex. I don't want to hear that from her. I know she's grown. I know she's active. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> directly. I'm just agreeing. <laughs> don't say it. I'm leaving it alone for that old man getting his feeling, his daddy feeling. Honestly, for like us, for like female wise, it's not just the men my age. It's the men <laughs> older than me too. 35, 36. We don't, know the, we don't know those guys. They is... <laughs> 40. They is wild. They're on wilding as well. Like, it's not even just the, um, like, breaking up or just saying, no, thank you. Yeah. People are getting killed for saying, no, thank you. 
Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And then now I'm, oh, now I'm rude. Now I'm a bitch and all this stuff. And it's just like, sir, I told you no twice. You still proceed to come over here. Now you're getting cussed out. And now I'm getting shot. Like, it yeah. just... It makes no sense, and then no, that's my yeah. biggest fear. Y'all women do not know how to walk away when they get in their feelings. They gonna say something slick, if and I'm then that dude won't react. If I'm pumping my gas, and I'm and I'm telling you I'm good, thank you, appreciate you, and you're still going, I gotta still get pumped this gas regardless of me leaving or what. Right, Sir, I'm okay. You can say what? the bare. You right. You. Yeah, I mean, some dudes just just won't give. That's that's scary to me, though. It, it's scary. It's, it's, it's very, it's very, it's, it's, it's scary. We, we talked about age. that with our ladies, bro. Age. We talked about that with our ladies. Like, I, Erica can go someplace and the guy be like, "Oh, you're beautiful," and then she be like, "Oh, thank you," and you know, she go about her business and be like, "Oh, you got a man? Yes, I'm married. He's a lucky man." And or they yeah, keep yeah. going and going and going, and she's sitting there like, "Yo, I just told you I got a husband." First of all, that's the corniest line ever. That's the corniest line ever, bro. Nigga, that's you don't know if I'm lucky. Man. I exactly. might be in purgatory, dog. Yeah, this woman might be, might be crazy. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're a lucky man. Let's shut your ass up. <laughs> man, you let that go? You broke it's up with the, that? Are you happy that blows me? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, she get Yo, that too. You remember the meme we saw? Even if I wasn't, leave me alone. <laughs> nah, that's right. what this chick said. She had a meme. And she was like, if you ask me, am I happy? She's like, no, I'm not happy. My relationship is in turmoil, but that's my husband and we're working through it. <laughs> Word. Yeah. Word. And I was like, I've never heard somebody communicate that. Yes. I thought that was dope. Yeah, no, me and my wife ain't happy, but she mine. <laughs> yeah. And we go, we yeah. gonna figure this out. <laughs> we trying, we trying. It's, it's crazy. And nowadays it's so easy to find, like just to search up someone's name, find the address, phone number, so. They they're wilding like it's social media got y'all messed up. You know we had phones where we had a busy signal. <laughs> well, she kind of grew up. She was born in that era. <laughs> yeah, but she was young, young. She wasn't really out there. We had the busy signal. <laughs> People would pop up at your door and ring the doorbell. <laughs> y'all ain't really got no problem. That's what her mama did. Popped up at my door, run my doorbell. Yeah, if you, if you look back on it, it, it was. It was some caveman hey, shit back then, man. How you doing? You got a side chick at the crib, think you're doing something, your girl at the door. Ding, ding. You be like, whoa. And we do that now. I pull up yeah. on your ass. <laughs> <laughs> now, now that's pretty extreme. Like, I don't answer the door if I don't know you coming. So, you know, you'll be outside. <laughs> you think I'll be outside. <laughs> Yo, I, I ain't gonna lie. That was that was my past life. I was that same way. This is bad, nah, but um, should be, I should be saying this with my daughter online. But I had a, I, I was messing with two women at the same time. I had one girl at the house, another one knocked at my door, and I went to the door and peeked through the door. I'm like, "How may I help you today?" <laughs> she was like, "You're not gonna let me in." Nah, I can't let you in here right now. <laughs> you went to the door. I'm not. Going yeah, I went to the door. I'm not going to the door. I think what's crazy now is a lot of us females don't care. We don't do the charades no more. Okay, sir. You don't want to be with me? Okay. And it and it's funny how it irritates y'all spirit. Well, some yeah. dudes. Some dudes, yeah. It's mm -hmm. like you say this to, you'll say, I don't want to wear shit. We can just chill. And the female say, okay, that's fine. I didn't plan on being with you anyway. Now your feelings is hurt, huh? Yeah. No, I, I've, I've seen a bunch of dudes be no, that I'm way. good with that. Me I'm, too. I'm, I prefer I got, that. I, got, I have to be connected to you for you to say anything that affects go. me. If I'm in, and I, <laughs> if I'm involved with you and you say some old slick shit, even if I know you didn't mean it, that shit hurt a little bit. I might act yeah. like it didn't, but when yeah. I'm sitting home by myself, that's the main thing I hate about living by myself now. When shit hurt, it kind of hurts for real. 
And <laughs> call this real. dude and be like, yo, son, like, I don't even want to leave the house right now. I feel fucked up. <laughs> no, it didn't, bro. It didn't hurt at first. Now that's, I feel bad. Yo, that's the thing. For like, I, I can't speak for all men, but I know for us, the woman that we care about, you could say something. That'd ruin my damn day. I'd be oh sitting my God. There. Erica what? could say something to me and I'd be sitting over there sulking. Yeah, like, what? Yeah, what the fuck she said? For? I don't want to eat. <laughs> I go to the gym, work out crazy hard, then I feel worse. Yeah. Man, yo. you better say I ain't like the way you said that. I, yo, it took no, me two days. That, they might be right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying they might be right. Word, so word. It's, it's 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 different scenarios. It isn't always word. So we keep it a band on here. It, it could be, it could be them totally right. Yeah, but sometimes you have. I talked to my father about this. It's one of the few times me and my father had a real conversation. Sometimes you have to step away from a situation and everybody's step away is different. It might be an hour. Some people got to step away a few days and you think about something that was said to you or something that happened around you. When you step away from it, it's different. You'd be like, damn, yeah. I kind of yeah. do need to fix yeah, When you that. think about it, like I said, yeah, just like, like, me and Erica Pye, I when she said it and I sat there and looked, I, had to, I listened, I ingested what she said. And then after the pod was over, I sat here, I moved the footage and I sat here and I was like, God damn, she was right. <laughs> You're like, all right, let me let me try to fix this and fix this one moment. Yeah, as, as, as women, y'all gotta understand too. When you build a bond with a man, I'm not talking about like when you're young and just getting started and building, but when you really have a relationship and both of you genuinely love each other, and you 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 know when you have that, which still isn't perfect, still requires work. <laughs> yes, like we're not intentionally putting you in, in in positions of not understanding what's going on or making you feel like we're being distant. You know what I'm saying? The difference don't know is how to deal with them feelings sometimes. No, but I, I'll tell you this as, as, as a young woman, the thing with a lot of men, we can have issues with you and we won't say anything. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Men, a lot of times pick our battles with women because we don't want that tension with y'all. So you might aggravate us 10 times and we don't say nothing to the 11th time. Y'all say something else like the first time, second time. Third time. And then a lot of times first a woman time. will have the situation of, <laughs> And women, some women say this, I give you all of me. I make all these sacrifices. Woo -woo. Both people are making sacrifices. It's just one is nipping stuff in the bud and the other one is trying to wear that pain. Not saying women don't wear pain. We just do it differently. Yes, we do. And that conversation a lot of times doesn't work because before I'm finished talking, a woman's going to cut me off. The woman that you dealt with. Put emphasis on that. Yeah, uh, I'm not. I'm not the guy that had that woman you dealt with situation. Some women, because I wasn't doing a lot of dealing. Of course, nah. not all women. See, you got nah. that from your father. Nothing is all encompassing. <laughs> I'm saying what the, the, dom the dominant personality is to cut a nigga off. Yeah, yo, you hear what he's saying? You got that from your father. Yes. Yeah, because your, your pops is doing that. He do that bullshit every time I say something. Not everyone. I'm like, not everyone. Come on, not. man. I just say everybody now. Come on, man. <laughs> Nothing is all encompassing, but a lot of people, that's what goes on more so than an understanding person that really wants to hear you out. And it can be the person you select, the person you attract to at the time, the person that's attracted to you, but we have to learn that also. That's a fact. We definitely have to learn that. I had to change yeah. up I had to change up everything that I was attracted to. I, I thought I was attracted to. Because I, I kept picking nasty, the same man. woman over and Plus, over yo, for a certain, while. Certain levels of deviance as a man, we got to have. Yo. That's a fact. Women do that too, y'all know that, right? Yeah, we know. Okay. Yeah, but we just okay. say we do it. Y'all stupid asses have babies from these niggas that y'all yeah. know y'all shouldn't even be doing that with. <laughs> <laughs> That's the dumb ass shit. Like, my baby daddy ain't shit. He wasn't shit in the beginning. 
Now that's bold. I can't. I... The baby don't make them better. I'm not doing it. I can't. I, that, that be, I don't, don't want to hear that shit. That'd be the issue. Y'all turn around and get knocked up by this ancient nigga. Y'all have four ancient niggas in the row that y'all saying shit, and they got four babies. <laughs> I'm like, and then find the good nigga that's like really the one, and he's like, well, uh, got I tell you like this, it's you hard. You get in some bullshit and pops pull up and I'm in the car. You might as well go ahead and get in your car and leave. We better tear that house up. So, I, I told her. I done told her. If I got to come with him, that shit going to get ugly. I'm trying to tell you. I'm not getting into no shenanigans. I done told her. It ain't got to do with you. It ain't got to do with you. You can be minding your business. <laughs> yep. When he ring the bell and you see a great beard around the corner, just get the fuck out the way. I'm not thinking. Please go. Please leave. It's, okay. no, it's too late now. Too late. If I come all the way out there, it's going down. I promise. Trey, I yo, I swear to God, bro. We, her, and I just literally talked about this, and I told her, I said, if I bring Trey or if I bring Shamar, don't just. I don't want to hear shit. You can't talk to us now because we've no, already wait. in Fayetteville now. We are yeah, already we here. We on the court now. We on the court. But then he be mad when I don't call him for stuff. <laughs> we, on, we on the court. He called the play. Now it's time to execute. Oh, man. <laughs> no, no, no. Are you, are you going to look back and be like, that's all you going to hear. You be like, oh, no. Why are you doing that to him? De-escalate. I like to de-escalate. Yeah. No. This is what I'm going to do. Boys. I'm going to pick you up. Ah, Move you over there. <laughs> what, sir, please leave. My daddy is on the way. Please leave. Please. Yo, it's funny, and this this is this is funny, and I'm gonna bring this up. I don't care. She had a small situation, and her mama said, "Is them people on the way?" <laughs> <laughs> and then she said, "Cause that's what that's what her mom referred to us as them people." Cause you know, and she said, "Is Shamar with him?" And she was like, "I think so." She said. I feel for that boy, baby. <laughs> she let it be known. Nigga, we've known for the bullshit. <laughs> we've known. Man, if I knew well, what men, you men, say men, that, that young, day. Young, young men, men, period, mm -hmm. need to be more respectful. I mean, men and women have tension all the time, but the way yes. men carry it, like I've never been disrespectful to a female ever to a point to where any no. altercation would occur. Never. And I, I, I understand, yeah, and I understand any, any father, brother, or close friend that wants to defend, you know, their female loved one. You know, I, but I, I always get, say this. I get you. I say this though. Don't put your hands on anyone. Don't be the initiator. Never be the initiator. I don't understand that either. That's that's kind of stupid. That's really stupid. Because I, I know a few women that are known for putting their hands on guys. I've I've been taught if you if you man enough to put your hand on a man, you man enough to get your ass hit back. Like no, keep your hands to yourself. Oh, your generation crazy. They'll fight your ass. Oh, for sure. My yeah. hand. The men, your generation will fight y'all. Like, we were, we might take, let me say what, maybe two punches, maybe, maybe two, one and a half, maybe. The second one grazed, but that third one, whoa, okay. My my ex wife, bro, had me in backed in a corner, slapped me one time. I looked at her. She slapped me twice. I said, go ahead, get, get the third one. She slapped me a third time. I picked her ass up and I sat her down. I, I, I held her up, put her arms together. I looked at her. I said, see? I am stronger than you. Those hits did nothing. Keep your hands to yourself and sat her ass down. <laughs> and then I left. <laughs> it's like, yo, I, I'm not going to. One that's, thing I'm not going to never do is hit a woman. I you know what I'm saying? And a female should keep her hands to herself. That's they bold. Should. Swinging is bold. 
That's a trigger. Whoop that's that a mama. trigger. That man mama used to beat him. Now you getting your butt whooped because of that man mama. <laughs> that that is a reality. That's a trigger. That he is a trigger. He might have came up with a mother that whooped his ass on the regular. That's a good one. You're that's a good one. I never even thought about that. I never thought of that one, but uh, <laughs> I know some guys used to get some serious whoopings. Now he didn't. You didn't hit him upside the head. His mama hit him with a belt that one time, and now click. But men, some of these women, they'll go get the gun. Shoot your ass. They grew up with a daddy whipping their ass and raping them. Yes. Yeah, yeah now, now, now he did. Stop my, daughter ain't, my daughter ain't grow with that, but she better bring her gun. If a nigga hit her, you shoot that nigga, we got lawyer money. I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. Self-defense. Put that nigga down. <laughs> I'll call the lawyer ASAP. Hey, go get her. <laughs> fuck all the other shit. Nigga hit you, you pop his ass. That's a bold motherfucker. <laughs> that is a bold. Yeah, he is, man. I mean, I've, I've never hit a woman in my life, man. We joke about it all the time, but it's, it's a serious, serious situation. I, I never hit you in a manner yeah. of hurt. I hit you in the way that you like. I mean, yeah, he the passion. He the passion. He can, we can get a little violent once in a while. That's why I did that. I can't say anything reckless, but you can say the bullshit you just said. All right. Hey, yo, Trey, this is what I do. Every time we on the phone, I say one shenanigan thing. I always. I got to get one off and she be looking at me like, come on, dude. Just saying. The funny the funny thing is, like, if my son is on this podcast, he can say all kind of outlandish shit that we don't even flinch. You know? No, I don't care. She can say all this you want, but I'd be like, uh, it's funny. There's certain things you don't want to hear us say. That's out. a fact. That's a fact. That is a I fact. I don't want to hear that shit. I was just about to say that. It's certain things okay. I don't want to hear. So we complain about the double standard, but on this podcast, the double standard is in effect. <laughs> oh, yes. I know. No. Mm-mm. So, Dawson, quick question. <laughs> quick one. You got anything you want to ask us or me? No, earlier I was going to ask, do you feel like, do y'all guys feel like like the podcast is a part of your self-care? Self-care is very, very important. It really does help you mental health. So do y'all think this is part of y'all self-care? This is like y'all own personal. Yes. yes. Yeah, we, we spoke about it on the podcast several times. It is. Because yes. um, we've had episodes where I could tell my brother was going through a lot of things. I've had, like, I'm going through some things now. So it is. Because... Throughout a busy day, like I work a lot of hours, unfortunately, at this point, you know, he has a lot of projects going on. Then has a wife and kids at home. And we both really, I'm not going to say busy. We both stay scheduled, right? Yes. So a lot of times those conversations can't be had. And we get on here. Sometimes things come while we're talking. And a lot of times we can laugh through things. There's been episodes where we kind of got a little little misty through a few things where certain yeah. things might hit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and our podcast is on video, so it's not like, we hide none of that. If something happens and it and it hits one of us in our spirit, I mean, so be it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's one of the reasons why we put it together and we named it the way we named it, and we speak how we speak. When we was just at the radio station, not knowing, he spoke to me about the podcast, and of course, he's with me, so we both do that. And we had the whole room shut down for the time did. we spoke. We oh yeah, shut it down. We had a, we wild. actually we actually had a mini pod that we could have shared with people if it was yeah. recorded. You did, yeah. of course, some of it. We had yeah. something we can actually share for promo because we we actually went in without, and it was impromptu, which made it dope. So that was a moment of self care for other individuals also in the room. You know, what I mean, there's, there's 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 power in words and their usage, and we don't use that power because we speak a lot of things 
that don't have life. You know what I'm saying? We got to bring our conversations to life. And this is what we do here. This is what we did there. And I think that set the blueprint from whenever we go somewhere. That's, that's how we're going to do it. That's I think for, for me, Dante, is this. Sometimes I need um, male camaraderie. You know what I'm saying? We all do. We all do. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> That's a fact. And for me, I'm, you know, I'm always at home. I'm always at home. I'm a homebody that just at this ripe age of 42, I'm just home. I've been in these streets a lot and I don't I don't care to go in them unless I, if I go outside, I go outside with a purpose. And if you notice, every time I really go outside, I go outside because of him. <laughs> so I'll go and get up with him. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? So. Out. Yep. <laughs> so that's what that's what it be. So the great so for me it's like I right, cool. Um when I come and be able to cut this camera on, set this microphone up, I get to talk to my brother in a manner that only my brother understands. You know what right. I'm saying? Like sometimes Erica even says, like, yo, I like that conversation that you guys had because that's a conversation you couldn't have with a, a woman, probably. You know what I'm saying? Like yes, it's that yes. it's that camaraderie, it's things that we can say that he understands that most, you know, if you're not, if you're not a man will understand. And this is therapeutic. This is literally, I do enough talking through the day. I don't do a lot of talking, to be honest with you. I only really talk when it's time for the pod mm -hmm. or when I'm talking to one of y'all. <clears throat> yeah. That's and it. Off, off camera goes even way, way, way more intense. You know what I mean? But it'd oh, be yeah, a lot of be. things we can't really share because it might uh offend some people it might throw some people off it might you know oh yeah but our before and after pod conversations yeah, yeah, is a yeah. whole nother podcast sometimes yeah it'd be wow i'd be like yeah can't really put all that <laughs> we can't put we can't say that <laughs> but yo how about you when you getting into podcast you know i've been pushing for you to get into podcasting when are you getting into podcasting what's your thoughts about especially in this current climate of podcast <laughs> um plan on after grad school, I'm focus on grad school right now. So after grad school, for sure, I honestly love podcasting when it comes to like watching it. Um, cause I grew up, I'm a YouTube baby. I grew up yeah. in YouTube ways when it started getting real. People started making real chunks of change, but I never really put nothing out there because I really want. I really down for just sitting down and just talking instead of like vlogging my everyday shenanigans because right. i mean so shenanigans like, like but i really do like podcasts it's just debating if i want to do it with a group of girls do i want to mix it like how do i want to do it and really finding a name finding a name is like the hardest right now but it's gonna come that'll, that'll come to you that'll come to you naturally though yeah yeah because yeah. one, this... one day you could just be around <laughs> and just boom just come because this pod initially like when when I came up with the name Black Male, it was how we have it now. But um, a, a previous co-host of ours was like, "No, it should be male as an M A I L, like you passing out information." And that's what we did at first, the Black Male um, podcast. When um, then we brought Trey on. It was me and Daryl, and then we brought Trey on. And um, I know Trey from the beginning was like, what "Is it called?" That? I didn't like it. I, I love I love I love Daryl though. That's my guy. Dead ass, but I didn't like that at all. He didn't, didn't like it. it. But he was like, I'm gonna let it rock. And then when we No, because I was a, I was I was a visitor. What people understand is from the first episode, I just met him. Yeah, that's a fact. We are just I walked in the kicking. door. Yeah, I didn't even know neither one of them at yeah. all. Yeah. I just called him. I said, Hey bro, you wanna be on the pod? It was supposed was to be like, like a show. He was like, Why not? Why not? And he, then he pulled yeah. up and then we started taping. <laughs> that was us getting to know each other. Like we've talked online and we talked yeah. over the phone, but this our first meeting was 
lights, camera, and action. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? That was it. That's how I got down. <laughs> but then when Daryl and I, Daryl and I, brother, that's my, you know, you've met Daryl. We got into a little altercation and we ain't talked for about a year or two. <laughs> we ain't talked for a little while. Um, him and I was like, all right, let's keep the podcast going. And then we was like, black male. And he was like, yeah, because that bullshit that y'all was doing. <laughs> and I was like, all right, you're right. I don't know if I said that, but you maybe did. I did. <laughs> you did. You did. <laughs> I, I, maybe I did. I <laughs> but your father said him and I wouldn't work. He said two people won't work. I did. I did say that. I didn't think it would work. And I and the reason why I said that is because I, it was we, before all this podcast boom shit, and technically we were one of the first ones really doing it like this. <clears throat> it was crazy because that's that's always been my biggest problem in life. I know how to create or not to promote it. And I could be the first to do some shit but I don't know how to promote it to the masses. I could promote your shit, but I can't promote my shit well because I Yo, overthink everything. But you're you're stubborn when it comes to marketing and promotion. Though. I am very, very, very. You're, you're stuck lie. on you're stuck on textbook ways to do shit, Facts. and you're quick to say something won't work. Like you love to tell me what I'm quick to say, and you might be right, but I don't see it as that. Huh. And it might not be completely like that, but there's definitely parts of it that's right. But anything with marketing and promotion, you're quick to say some shit won't work. You're right. You know what I'm saying? And no, I'm not, not saying really that not. as a, that's why when we have conversations, <laughs> it works because there's a level of checks and balances. I'm more so want to do shit people tell me it's not going to work. Like even the way we did that radio shit, most people have been like, ah, I ain't doing all that. Worked out great. Worked out great. I mean, if you initially even think if about it, didn't it, work, if it didn't work out great, so what? If you think about it, initially when the, the host asked at the radio show, he was like, yo, what they call you. I was trying to stay in the behind the scenes. It wasn't, I felt like the show wasn't about me, but that's the old way of doing things. The sh if the host brings you in, it's like, all right, fuck it. Let me bring me in. You know what I mean? You're right. I know things. And it's, it's a limited train of thought. Right. If you're there with me, it's still about me because we're doing a podcast together. So why would he interview me about a podcast that I'm doing with you with just me if you're there? That's him That's him respecting the total brand. You're right. Total brand right there. Yeah. You're right. You got to respect the total brand. That's why I wanted everybody there. <clears throat> but Doncia, he knows. Doncia knows. I am horrible at it. I, I I get in my way, and I don't know how to not get in my way. And I know too many dope people, but I'm always, I get in my way because I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this. The, the pains of podcasting is when you have a quality product and you're not giving fast food. Like, even with me being as an artist, man, and and... I didn't get crazy numbers on my video the first day. It was like a hundred views, but I got at least 50 comments and emails, whatever, whatever. People just appreciating solid content. So the issue with that is, as I compare it to the podcast, is getting it to the people. When the people receive it, they're receptive of it. But the hard thing is getting it to the people and weeding through the masses because it's so saturated. And even when you get into it, it's going to be saturated again. There's a lot of black women that have podcasts, but a lot of it is ratchetness and they're talking crazy. People gravitate towards that because it's entertaining. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what kind of show you'll do, but I'm sure it's not going to be to that level of ratchetness. And what we do, it's more than just intellectual. That's why I do a lot of the clips because some of the clips are the comedy. Some of the clips are serious. Some of the clips are sports. Some of the clips we have guests now. We do guests. You know what I'm saying? And, and that... 
brings people to it. But like I say to him, a person might see 10 whole clips before they even watch the show. He wasn't, a fan of, he wasn't a fan <laughs> of the clips at first, but my thing is, yo, bro, somebody got to see us, man. Somebody nah, has to right. see us, bro. Somebody got to see us. There's no way we on here, we got the hats on, you know, he might have something else going on, or me and him might have a dope conversation. Somebody got to at least hear a piece of this, man. That's how I just look at it. Just if, well, as many clips as we can put out there, I mean, within reason. We don't want to just put 100 clips out there for whatever. So I gave myself a number maximum. But people don't understand the work that actually puts into trying to give good content. Darcy, I let him and Erica handle the clips because I know I'm going to overthink the clips. I always do. And then I want shit to look a certain way and be sized a certain way. I just let them handle it. I just walk away from it. Let them handle that's, it. That's another and problem. I, and that's I another share problem. That's another problem I think both of us have. Mm-hmm. because you said something to me one time about workout videos. You said to me one time about just regular, just talking in general videos. And I overthink those like shit. Yeah. Like, nobody wants to see me in the gym working out, do that shit. Nobody then, wants to see me And then you do that talking. workout. You did that workout thing, and them numbers was crazy on that one. No, because that was new to me, and I wanted to share it to people. I said, that's, that's dope for the core. Mm-hmm. And um, I had, a, I had a fucking day. You know something? You have a fucking day. Fuck it, I'm going to do it. Right. If nobody likes it, okay. That's the well, beauty of social media, though. <laughs> if, you're doing, if you're doing a product or, or just promoting yourself in any way, you can just put it out there. And if nobody likes it, like, who cares? I know this much. Outfit, 20, you love your hair? Show it. I mean, in whatever. 2024, I'm hiring my daughter. I'm hiring niggas. I'm about to get out the way. I'm about to let people handle this shit for me because this shit is rough for me. Because I, I be stressing myself out, overthinking. I sometimes... See, I don't even know if you noticed, Don C. I'll ask you certain things because I know I want to get your honest opinion. I'm not goofy. And then I'll be like... Okay. I'm like, he want a real answer. I'm give my yes, shit. yep. I be wanting a real answer. <laughs> yo, let me get that real answer. Because I be trying to figure this shit out. I be like, all right, yo. Um, Your generation is key. Your generation yes. is key with a lot of things. Like, my son is 29. It's also key because we're at an age to where certain things that we think aren't important might be important to y'all. Like, our podcast isn't just for the over 40 or the over 35s. Right. There are young people that I work with that listen to the podcast, that listen to my music that I didn't realize that these are the ones that are buying merch from me. They're the ones that sold my hats out twice at, at work. Young people. We're gonna you know buy what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, y'all going to purchase. Y'all definitely purchase. Purchase. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so the thing is, then it made me realize also, I'm saying to him, it's deeper than the product. It's just people feel a connection with me. Mm-hmm. That's that's like our goal. I would say next year, we have to build a better connection with people. With I agree. We got to build a community. Yes. You know what I mean? Because that connection is, is what, like when people meet us, it kind of, I don't know how you looked at it, but I thought of it like, damn, man, we just need to come out a little bit more because people, people he basically told us to our face, we don't yeah. do this here. Yeah. But this is great. Yeah. Dacia told me that. She even said that y'all go outside more. You remember that last event you and I went to? I told her about it. I talked to her all the way home from it. And I said how dope it was people walking up to us like, yo, y'all do the black male pod. Yo, do 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 do. That shit was wild for me. I was like, yeah, yeah. When I went to really the uh, when I went to the Fleet DJ conference, a few DJs came up to me, and 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 people now when they see me, people just walk up and smile, and I'll talk to them. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking to, bro. I don't care. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then they'll tell me, yeah, I sent you the message. I'm I promote this now or whatever. You know, some people pages don't show them; they just have yeah. a company. So I met a couple of promoters when I went with P Joint. Mm-hmm. I talked to several people. So even though. The event was wet. I still connected with three or four people. Yeah. I think people forget that it's not just internet. Like, yeah, we everything is mostly social media, but we we still having conferences. We still putting events together out here, and that's where the real the people yeah. that's making that money is at. 
That's what they're it's, it's, it's not like meeting somebody face to face. Nothing like it's it. nothing like most it. definitely. No, yeah, 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 definitely most right. De- shaking hands, shaking, shaking hands, and just having a conversation, and and see. you know, our, our, our women viewers probably go up because what this is what the third woman guest we've had. Yeah, and our our women right. viewers do do well. It's shot when I look at because I I watch all the numbers and the demographic breakdowns and um age group. You're right. Um, from twenty twenty to um, it's, it's twenty to thirty five has um gone up dramatically. They are now our second highest viewership on watch, listen watch. And um females before we was like 28, 30% women. We're now 46% female um listener group. Like we let me ask you this. Um I put myself on the spot with a similar question. Let me ask you this. Our generation of black men, you know, what do you wish was different with how we communicate with your generation of women? Or what do you think that's missing can be improved on? However, you want to place it. What can be what can be done with that dynamic from your perspective? From y'all generation of men to my generation of women. Yeah, there's that gap. Yes. Y'all need mentorship for men also. We do. We definitely do need mentorship for men. But um for me, I can honestly say the gap of understanding that a lot of us women my age, we're busy women now. We don't just sit at the house. We're not just babes. We're not just cooking. Like we do. Don't get us wrong. We'll we'll cook. We'll clean. We'll do all those things. But when it comes down to it, a lot of people like older, they they're now understanding that knowledge of like, oh yeah, 50-50 relationship. But a lot of the times the woman is going to work just like the man, paying the man, bills just like the man, but also the one that's only cooking and cleaning. If I'm going 50-50, we're going 50-50. So I think a lot of people don't. A lot of people don't understand that. And a lot of people my age that's like intelligent, carry themselves well, like I can guess, I can say I do. We attract those older, older guys. Most of, a lot of the times we really do attract older men. And it's like they come to us and just think, oh, she just she don't know. No, we we're a businesswoman now. We're we're very intelligent. We be, we understand everything that's going on more than you think we do. We've been through more than you might have thought we've been through. Right. So it's like understanding that just because there's that age gap doesn't mean I can't relate to you on a lot of things. Now you probably done this stuff. Yeah. I ain't did nothing half of that, but I still can relate to you in that way, but maybe differently. Right. <laughs> I think I think personally, and great question, Trey, but I think personally, yes, um, women do young, younger women do need men mentorship, but I think I think the female older female, younger female demographic for women is way more important than us trying to, um, you know, integrate into what they have going on. I do think we should listen to them more. Like I listen to my daughter more when it comes to yeah, that's, that's a good what she right has there. going, what she has going on. Like yeah. I learned stuff, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And, and, um, and then even, even, um, within my relationship, with my wife, like she'll see our dynamic and see what we have going on. And, she she leads right into it and, and tell me like yo dad like come on old man like you know what I mean like I listen to that I listen to that. I need I feed off my kid like I literally when when I leave to go outside we have this thing that we created we let each other know when we outside <laughs> like all right I'm outside yo and that's it that's just a quick quick I'm outside she'd be like what are you getting into what do you have on because you don't need to be out here looking stupid and I'd be like all right this is what I'm rocking this is what we're doing and then that's it but I feel like those things are needed and that and that community like as a dad 
you know what I'm saying? I know I had my shortcomings coming, but now it's like, yo, my thing, this is in my mind, my thing is not to, um, not to discipline or try to enforce my stuff. My thing is now let's build, let me build, let me understand you, let you understand me. We can, when it's not about being friends, we still have that father daughter thing, but it's also like, Hey, I'm always here anytime you need to talk. And I hope you are here for me as well. Cause sometimes I just be wanting to talk. I'll call it just talk. I'm just talking. Now nah, I'm talking all the time. And she's just looking at me like, and they must be want to talk. <laughs> and then it'd be moments where she just want to talk. And I'll just listen. Oh, that nigga want to talk today. <laughs> we just talk. Oh, we be quiet. We be on the phone, quiet, say a couple words. We be chilling. And we talk, you know what I mean? Throw some shit out there. I be in the middle of working. I think those those are the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think those are needed as well. I think um, it's it's weird, bro. Um, And she fusses at me when I say that. It's, it's small regrets I have because there's some things I wish I could have taught her coming up because I know I could, I could give that. But then it's, I look at it and it's like, nigga, I already know. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so <laughs> she might have learned the hard way, but she already know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I think this is dope. This is dope. I, I don't have any more questions. I don't have any more topics. You got anything, Doncy? Nothing. Okay. Dot, we're about to end my brother and end us off with, with some um, positive notes. No, I, I thought about this this morning. Um, you and I had this conversation offline. Um, relationships and understanding. Um, I think sometimes we take it for granted when we have relationships, whether it's romantic, platonic, or even family, with understanding people, we just assume everything is understood. Understanding people don't always understand. And we speak on communication a lot, but we don't speak on it from a position of exactly knowing exactly how to do it and when to do it. We're all a work in progress. You know, let's all do a better job of communicating. And even when people don't understand it, let's put them in a better position to understand. The people that love you do want to be there to help you. They want to be there with you for that ride. That is your support system. We all have one, whether it's small. I speak of a half moon all the time. My half moon is solid. And sometimes I don't lean on them like I should. And I deal with it myself. You know what I'm saying? Let's let's do a better job of that. The fact. I'm with that. That's great. Great job, man. Uh, once again, I'm your I'm your host, Saul Shanti. Yes, is who I am. Straight Dot is who I am. And I'll um, go ahead, end it. Go say, who are you? Totsi. There we go. This is the Blackmail Podcast, episode 114. Um, I think this is probably the end of the Bring Your Kid to Pod Day. <laughs> and we out. <laughs> yeah.